0: Welcome to the 50th episode of Sparkcast.
1: Yeah. Woo. Excited, 50 everyone. years
2: of Sparkcast.
1: Oh my God. 50 years.
0: God. What? In 50 years, I'll be uh, 89. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned just a week ago.
2: Happy birthday.
1: Oh, yeah. Congratulations. I just realized what you said. You're not a zombie, but um, you are are now among your majority. I've been that age since January.
0: (laughs) For our 50th episode, I thought we'd do something fun. And then we would watch these two OVAs called Robot Masters. No space between Robot Masters. Maybe because Robot Space Masters are two generic words that can't be copyrighted. Who knows? But Basically, this was a series of figures in Japan in the year 2004, and it's just a collection of figures from Transformers all across the multiple cartoons they've had. All the Beast Wars from Japan and America had gone off the air, and so now there was no more Transformers. Uh, I think the uh, the live-action movie might have been in development for five, six years, who knows? But I do know that... After the Beast Wars stuff, I think there was a little bit of a a lull, wasn't there? Never mind, I'm completely wrong. There was Armada. There was the trilogy. The Armada, Energon, and Galaxy Force. Never mind. So this is after all those ended. Uh, Go edit all that out. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, If uh, if
2: you don't know, we won't know.
0: (laughs) Okay. So anyway, so basically all that trilogy of those had just finished. Um, Armada was animated, and Energon was that CG with the weird uh, 2D highlights that hadn't really been popularized yet, but people were trying out. And then Galaxy Force was just straight CG the third year. I don't follow the toys. I just know that this OVA was made and packaged with the toys. One of the Optimus figures or combo packs. And so they were basically two OVAs made that came with the toys and one of them, I think one of them was also released in a magazine from what it said. So basically, you have a one minute or so summary of the plot of the storyline that happens in Robot Masters in both episodes, followed by the episode we watched. But at the end of episode one, it's like a five minute compilation of Beast Wars, Optimus, Primal, and Megatron fighting, and a few other random fights for five minutes. I'm like, okay. Whereas the end of the second OVA just has everybody changing and shows who voiced them, but then the actual middle content is the episode that's about seven minutes long that is just random Transformers from all across the Transformers universe fighting in CG.
2: Well, our, there's two two episodes, right? Like, yes, they, yeah, and two of them they were about six minutes each. What did you th- guys think of them? Just so th- we're we're just watching
0: the we're just going based on the Japanese raws right now. There is no subtitled fan translation of these two OVAs.
1: It looks like they just wanted to throw Beast Wars in there with uh, Transformers and just mix it all up and let's have um, Beast Wars, Optimus Beast Prime or whatever his name is. I can't remember now. <laughs> Beast Prime. Beast Prime. <laughs> and uh, Optimus Prime come together and, like, fight together as a team. And what was that? a uh, Rebirth Megatron and uh, regular Megatron? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, for me, it was hard to follow. The first episode had a lot more characters than the second episode. The second episode, I believe, was a lot more straightforward, where it was just a bunch of optimuses versus a bunch of megatrons. <laughs> but it was also so overpacked
0: with like there were 5 optimuses uh, and then two only two megatrons. So it's like and in the first OEA, it's just one megatron and and four optimuses. So you're just like what the heck? Why is it so and and instead all the Decepticons are like it's just Beast Wars Megatron and he's aided with Generation 1 Starscream Along with Giant Bomb, Smoke Sniper, and some other guy I forgot already because he's forgettable. Yeah, I
2: have the names here. So I guess in the first one there was Beast Megatron, Starscream, Gigant Bomb, Smoke Sniper, and uh Wing Stun. And they were fighting against G1 Convoy, Beast Convoy, Star Saber, and Victory Leo. So it's actually Star Saber, that's a typo. Oh, uh- Nah, yeah, I, Star I, I don't... Saber. <laughs> yeah, Star Saber. Like I think light in Japan, saber. that's what they call it. Star Saber. You could hear them saying "saber," and it was in all the type the type stuff. <laughs> okay, uh, Star so Saber. So I, I forget. Um, I'll start with the
0: the the, okay. the boring Transformers. So Giant Bomb. Apparently, he showed up in the very final Transformers Zone OVA that was supposed to be a pilot for a new Transformers series that never went anywhere. But his model was reused in the Japanese Beast Wars cartoon that I've been watching that was finally fan-translated like three years ago. And he, and they changed it. They basically just recolored him and named him BB, And he is partners with Beast Wars Starscream, and they merged together to form like the two flying things. And then they introduced... Smoke Sniper, I'm like, this just looks like Beast Wars Starscream with a new coat of paint. So I was like, because and he's connecting to Giant Bomb like BB does. I was like, this is weird. And then I see, I look up that Smoke Sniper is the only truly original character created in these shows, as well as for the Robot Masters figure line. Even though he is just a recolor of Wars 2 Starscream, uh, himself being a recolor of Smoke Scream. So, I'm just like, wouldn't this have been a lot cooler if they would have just had Beast Wars Starscream? Because then it would have been, made more sense to have two Starscreams, two Megatrons. In- instead of, like, just one Megatron and, like, five Optimuses.
1: That is true. I think they were trying to go for a double of every character or something in this. But, um, yeah, that was pretty weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The name doesn't even, like, grip you. Smoke Sniper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, well maybe it's does forget, in Japanese, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I might have to look I forgot the other guy even existed that you mentioned. Wingstun. Wingstun? God, I'm gonna have to look up. Yeah, <laughs> they're Wingstun. all all
2: these characters were well outside of you know Megatron and Starscream and uh Optimus, all these characters were new to me. I've never heard of any of these these guys. I've heard of Victory Leo in, in Star Saber. But uh, I don't understand. Uh... Just real quick, uh, he is, I guess he's the
0: second original character for Robot Masters that um, the guy you mentioned, whose name I already forgot when you told me. Oh, my God. Wingstun? Yeah, Wingstun, yes.
1: Is that Wingstun's double Star Saber?
0: <laughs> yeah, so obviously, do you guys know who Optimus Prime is? And you know who, who um, Optimus Primal is?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But have you guys ever, you guys probably don't know who the other Optimuses are, I'm assuming. So are they Optimuses?
2: Yeah, you see... um, Victory Leo is Optimus? Victory
0: Leo is actually the second form of God Genre from the Godmasters show. The second Japanese show. It's his second form that he gets. uh, Star Saber is the main character in the third show. And God Genre shows up again in that show and gets his second form in that show. Okay, And becomes Leo Leo, Leo, whatever. I don't remember his name.
1: Victory. And but he looks nothing like just... an
2: Optimus anymore. So uh, is, are they supposed to be an Optimus, or are they just the leader of this, this uh, particular set of Transformers? Well, if you want to get into the continuity, originally, uh, God
0: Ginary was supposed to be a secondary form for Optimus, but Optimus died before they could give him a mega form that would make him bigger. And instead, a human on Earth became the the engine for this robot uh, that at the very end of the show, you've gained sentience and flies off to join the Decepticon Autobot battle. And now he's his own character and not just controlled by a human. And he looks exactly like Optimus Prime, but bigger. And then they, I mean, they change his design to not look like Optimus Prime in Victory. And then Star Saber, he's the leader main character, but he's also not. A prime okay All right. but then uh then you see the guy i like the one optimist the the one leo convoys the guy with the giant like shoulder pad of fur with the lion head and the insignia on his chest
1: <laughs>
0: yeah I, I just really like that guy's design i i like wouldn't mind having that guy as a figure and he's from the japanese beast wars 2 series that aired in japan alongside the american beast wars that they made because Beast Wars was only going to have not enough episodes to air a weekly show for one year in Japan. So they went and made their own show, which aired concurrently with Beast Wars that might or might not make sense in a continuity as both shows went on because <laughs>
2: because they didn't know what the American writers were doing. I don't think they I don't think the, 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 the direction that the American show went in is wild and I, there's no chance the Japanese show ties into that. Uh, and then and and in the it's funny because
0: they actually Optimus primal does show up in one of the episodes of the japanese beast wars 2 or or the movie i can't remember which one because of time travel pretty
2: much the plot of this robot masters thing (laughs) i just wish they had just putting this all together it just made me think that like man i wish they were able to come up with more i don't know unique names for the different iterations of Optimus, because hearing the uh, the phrase "G1 Convoy" like fifty times, it just it's like, man, that's not a good name. Just "G1 Convoy." Did wait? Did the other characters call him "G1 Convoy"? <laughs> yes, the other Optimus and oh Megatron would shout "G1 Convoy" all the time.
0: That's something that makes sense as viewers us yes, calling him "G1," yes. but in the actual universe, calling him "G1 Convoy" makes no sense. <laughs> sense whatsoever it's not like he's the first generation transformer that's exactly
2: that's exactly what i was thinking of when i was hearing this this why why are they calling him g1 convoy they what do they know like
1: they they grew up with the
2: uh the g1 transformers and they just know him as g1
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was really i was confused by that i didn't know why they were calling him that but now you now you bring light to that yeah that makes absolutely no sense
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, they don't really have another choice because his name is just Convoy. So like, they're all convoys. They're not just going to (laughs) say Convoy only. So that's why I just wish there was like, they all had their unique name. Like Optimus Primal makes sense, but I don't know how you, what, what would you call all the other different versions? It just, I mean, they're just Optimuses, so.
1: Hey, season three Optimus. At least least there's, you know, there's
2: Reverse Megatron and Beast Megatron. I mean, that makes sense. I don't even know who those are from. I have never heard of Reverse Megatron, ever. Like, I...
0: I The thing I don't understand rebirth is... Megatron? He's called Reverse Megatron, right?
1: Reverse or Rebirth? I thought he was Rebirth. Oh, so... it's Reverse
0: Optimus and Rebirth oh. Megatron.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry, but yeah, the sorry. Thing rebirth... Reverse
0: Optimus. <laughs> but yes, the thing that doesn't Optimus. make sense is, I don't know which Megatron this is. Is this G1 Megatron who turned himself into a tank during the G2 storyline? Or is this Beast Wars Megatron... Beast Wars two uh, Megatron, who's just a recolor of Gen Gen two Megatron anyway, from that show. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> I mean, because Leo Convoy is there from Beast Wars, it would make more sense if it's his Megatron instead of G one Megatron, I would think. But also, it's not as exciting, I would think, for fans to see G one Megatron just look like a tank and not himself. So
1: reverse Optimus so apparently- doesn't sound good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I mean, at least from the TF Wiki, it seems like Reverse Convoy, Reverse Optimus, was created just for this OVA. <laughs> you didn't even get a figure? <laughs> I've not seen a figure. It, the only footage... Well, there is a figure. Sorry, sorry. There is a figure. Came out in 2004. The Reverse Convoy figure.
0: And we do not approve of looking up stuff while recording the podcast. No, I'm just
2: kidding. I... Do- <laughs> But, yeah, it seems like they he was just created for this whole bit. So, yeah, I, I don't know.
1: That's crazy.
0: <laughs> do you want to get a sidetrack for one second? Uh this episode I, I thought was funny is it opens... The beginning sounds like the opening Star Wars happy theme music. Like, it starts to do that rising action that sounds like it's going to go into the Star Wars music, and then it becomes something else. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is off to a great start. But uh, <laughs> it just... I just loved G1 Megatron kicking Optimus and him spinning in this really awkward spinning motion into the cliff. It was really <laughs> hilarious. I missed that part. But I really thought it was funny. Both Optimuses come together and make an attack, and it looks exactly like the Autobot symbol. I'm just like, really? All right. We're going this ridiculous now.
1: What was happening when um someone was yelling out, hey, you're Insignia? You know, like. <laughs> uh, so what? Because they never came back to it like in the next couple of scenes. Like, what? What was happening with the insignia? The- oh, the-
0: oh yeah, the glowing. insignia because it's the maximal symbol. uh So Optimus Primal recognized it and wondered why he had that symbol. So he recognized him as an ally.
1: Oh, I thought they already recognized each other as allies because he
0: has an Optimus uh, faceplate, so he must be an <laughs> yeah, ally, right?
1: Duh! It's like, oh my god. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, everyone knows when you go into war, if you wear the same outfit as the other person, they know you're a team member already.
1: I thought there was going to be some kind of crazy insignia attack. Like, there's going to be, like, this thing, like, you know, some light blasting out of that thing, and they're all Well, they did that it in up, the second and...
0: one, like, when they have the Decepticons <laughs> also get their energy together. And I'm like, how are they going to win? It's two Megatrons versus four Optimuses, except for poor, poor God Genry slash other lion convoy. God, what is his name again? Victory Leo? Victory Leo, yeah. So I didn't realize, I thought Victory Leo vanished. I'm like, he just suddenly showed up and then vanished the rest of the first episode. And I was like, what did he contribute? And I completely forgot that in the show, Victory, he is remade and becomes a part of Star Saber to give more power to Star Saber. And that's what happened in this show too. And I completely forgot because it's just like, I can't focus on what's going on all over the place. I mean, the way
2: that 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 first OVA was cut, it it, it it was everything was just going so fast. And for me, with these different characters and then combining and just the different names, since I only watched the Japanese one, so like it was, yeah. I I
0: we watched the fan dub version. That fan dub version exists of these. It's actually pretty decent job. In fact, they get two people actually sound try to channel the G1 Starscream and Beast Wars Megatron and G1 Optimus, whereas the others, I think, are just doing kind of their own thing, especially since most of them didn't have English voices. So, But uh, the funniest thing is when they're powering up their attack with the shield, G1 Optimus just looks around as they're powering up their weapon, and he goes, Megatron's going to get it. And I just like cracked up because it's just (laughs) the most hilarious thing to hear Optimus
2: say it's funny
0: but no i definitely recommend people out there listening like to check out the fan dub too it's you will have to watch it at 380p because it was made a long time ago i recommend watching both the raw and the fan dub so you can see it in better quality but also understand what's happening in the story
1: i found that the uh, the fan dub was thomas was saying that the japanese version was like high speed I felt like that was almost natural because I watched the fan dub first, and there it just seems like there's a tornado of things just happening, just characters thrown together fight by fight, and I was like, what is going on here? On the Japanese version, something just seemed like, okay, that's the way it's supposed to go. So it seemed like it was definitely um, kind of meant to be like that. Like, this is a Japanese... Promo for Transformers characters that are coming out in toys, and I kind of followed that. But um, yeah, for the the fan dub version, it was just like, "Whoa, you're throwing stuff at me! I cannot keep up with all this." (laughs) Yeah, I I
0: was always watching it. I was like wondering what you guys were gonna think with all these random Transformers you don't know just suddenly appearing and fighting, except for like Beast Wars and regular, regular. I don't even call them G One. I just call them regular Optimus.
1: (laughs) non-bizarro Optimus.
2: so what was up with like beast wars megatron just making a huge jobber out of a regular optimist he just like picked him up threw him on the ground and it was just over and like <laughs> the other Optimus had to come in to like save the day i thought he was on that cliff is this from the first one from the first one yeah 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 it was just a, it was because that
0: fight's over it can only last 15 seconds then you got another fight come on got to keep up (laughs) they made him look look bad i couldn't tell
1: who was winning
0: (laughs) so another funny thing which i caught in the it's kind of funny in the dub but it actually does exist in the subtitle version rebirth megatron goes up there and joins beast wars megatron and goes oh we are double megatrons or something stupid and I'm like it (laughs) just sounds stupid and then all the optimists are standing up there and going we need to fight double Megatron. I'm like, that is the stupidest thing to call him. Oh, yeah. Like, the
2: Japanese version, they were screaming double Megatron like 50 times. And then they, uh, made, it triple, was just twice. they made triple Optimus. <laughs> and then that was happening a bunch of times. Oh, really? Okay. And the oh, no. Japanese, yes, they say triple Optimus like uh, multiple times.
0: And poor Victory Saber <laughs> shows up in the second OVA to basically like not do anything because the focus has got to be on all the Optimuses now. Well, I mean, he ha- he had a little part, right? Yeah, he had a mini part, like to show yeah. up and like shoot something. But he was a lot more prominent
2: in the first one.
0: Whereas the second one didn't actually introduce anyone new; it only introduced no, that's the wrong. Characters introduced... that were in the first one. Yeah, oh well, no, they have introduced... reverse
2: um convoy in it.
0: Yeah, I was about to say they introduced reverse convoy slash rebirth Megatron and Leo Convoy. Leo Convoy only showed up as a brief cameo at the end of the first one.
1: Hmm. You know
0: so were you guys tricked by tank Optimus? did you think that was another Optimus?
1: oh no you're talking about the little guy like the green one that popped up or something else because no I was uh, like,
0: the tank oh. the guy who's clearly got a tank chest who calls okay. himself reverse Optimus. did you guys think that was another Optimus? you didn't know about were you actually surprised when it turned into a megatron
2: i thought it was a different oh. character I, like, I, it's just like yeah. okay here is another decepticon and then uh, at first i was like well who is this tank guy like why aren't they saying he hasn't had a name yet. And then all of a I sudden, don't... the head changes to a Megatron head.
1: <laughs> I just thought it was Star Saber. I was like, well, that's why I didn't know who Star Saber is. He was really a Decepticon. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: because at one point, Megatron, Beast Megatron was flying on something. And I was like, who is this other thing he's flying oh, on? What he's is flying this? on
0: Giant Gianto Bomb or whatever his name is. Giant Bomb.
2: Oh, oh okay. gigant gigant bomb. Okay. Is gigant that what bomb. that was? Yeah, okay. that's his uh
0: plane form,
2: which he has. Okay, yeah, because I was confused. I was like I don't remember that from the show at all. Like, what is this?
1: What was that little green guy that just rolled up during conversation, just popped up, and you're like, What who is, is that? Like
2: Is it the bad guy
0: or the good guy?
1: Yeah, I think he was one of the good guys. He might have been on the bad guy side. I couldn't tell what was happening, but there was a conversation and he just rolls up and it's like this tiny green guy. It's like a dumpster and he just pops open. I'm like, oh my God, that's that's another guy. And he says something and um, he curses in Japanese. And then he's like, um, I don't know, nobody's listening to him for some reason. He says something and everybody blows him off. Was this the first
2: <laughs> or the second one?
1: I can't remember which one this was in, but it was somewhere deep in it, like towards... The middle of the end, but okay. Because I mean, so what you're random. describing is
2: making me think of the uh, the commercial thing that the Robot Master ads and stats video. Maybe that had the random clip because I guess Starscream was beating up Optimus. Oh, I didn't watch what I didn't watch that yet. Okay, so what you're describing, Charlie, sounds like it's from that.
1: Oh, okay, because <laughs> that was so random.
0: That that I called like Robot Masters ads and stats. I didn't know what it was, so I was just gonna watch it later. It looked like it was just compilations of clips from all the other shows that the figure series is
2: based on i mean, i don't know what that video was it was weird because it seemed like it was kind of just going over the robot masters line and all of a sudden they're showing clips they showed t- there's two separate cl- yeah there's two separate clips one from g1 and then one from beast wars and it was just like they just didn't seem to have any kind of connection to 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 the Robot Masters line, but yeah, I I was curious. Uh, Yeah, I wanted to know if you knew what what was that? What was the purpose of that video?
0: Oh, see, I was gonna think that we would take a a, like an intermission and watch it (laughs) because I didn't know what it was either. So I'm just like,
1: I thought it was promo stuff, but it's just too scattered. Yeah,
0: it's labeled as Robot Masters episode one on this one guy's YouTube site, and he labeled the other episodes two and three when they're really one and two on his uh, YouTube channel. So I was just like, he called this episode one, so clearly it came from somewhere, and it definitely has Robot
2: Masters in it. I mean, I probably I just don't, don't know, know where it episodes. came from. I probably called them just promo videos, and like promo video one, two, and three. That makes sense. Because mm-hmm. technically, they, they they do all seem like this is all promotion for this new toy line, and they could all work for that, like the OVAs and then the, uh, the, the stats video.
0: Yeah, and because that one... Uh... Oh, okay. So the beginning of... The ads and stats actually has the same beginning as episode one, where it reviews the comic storyline and tells you what the plot is. Then it just goes through all the stats of the toys. I wonder if this was the second thing that was on both episodes afterwards. Because, oh, oh, I see. The middle is the fo- top five fights between an Optimus and a Megatron. That's what it's showing. Yeah, it's uh, five Optimus Megatron fights, like three from the original and two from Beast Wars. So that's what that is. And these fights on Beast Wars are different than the four fights that are at the end of Episode 1 that are just Beast Wars fights, where the first and the fourth are Megatron and Optimus, whereas the other
2: two are just random battles in the show. This is actually just four different clips, though. There's not even five fights. There's four clips. One of the G1 clips doesn't have Megatron in it at all.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Then maybe it's just five fights in general because I cannot read
0: Japanese to translate the title cards. So,
2: yeah, because it's it's Optimus versus the Flyers, like Starscream, Guy Warp, and Thundercracker. Okay, I
0: I wonder how they would even get these top five fights to so they like ask some fans, just people who were there, be like, hey, pick some fights you might remember and you know add them on here so that people have something else to watch that's not just you know an ad. So, you get the kids more interested by showing them how much cool this Transformers stuff is.
1: I would know how this was released, like if it was just like a little free promotional DVD inside of the package.
0: So, the first one came with one figure only, and the other came with another figure only, whereas every other figure in the line didn't come with the DVD. You had to buy the only two figures that came with the DVD. Yeah.
1: It's probably the main characters, right? That are maybe like Optimus or something.
0: I have to look. I think one of them might even be Leo Convoy, the one I would actually want. So maybe I should go track it down. Yeah. One thing that was interesting in the fan dub is in the second fan dub, they actually fan dub the comic storyline summary, where it shows comic clips with so you know you understand the storyline of the robot masters, mm-hmm. followed by the commercial, and they even fan and it was pretty funny like I kind of wish they had done that with the first OVA for the little story summary but one thing that's interesting is it says this happens during the creation of the Scramble City plan which means this takes place between season two and the movie and is actually in the Transformers G1 continuity because the Scramble City plan is a real thing in the Japanese continuity which is actually in the manga taking place after season two but taking place which uh, culminates with an OVA called Scramble City, which was made before the actual movie came out, so you knew who these combiners are that start showing up in Season 3. You're talking about G1? Yeah, G1. Uh, according to the summary, if this is to believed, this happens during the Scramble City plan, so it takes place between Season 2 and the movie of G1. Cool. I don't know how it takes place in the Beast Wars continuity, but, you know, that is a problem for another day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Off topic here, like what did you guys think of the Japanese Starscream voice?
0: <laughs> Why was it kind of whiny or was it like good?
1: Kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> to me. I mean, it just seems like a regular guy. Maybe he's more egotistical than, you know, the other good guys or something. I I don't know. I just he doesn't come off like the American Starscream who's like center of attention because he's loud and bizarre
2: i might have to agree with you there charlie because i didn't initially i didn't think much of it but then you said boring and that kind of just made me think it was like yeah i mean i didn't notice it so i mean i guess it, it was boring he was, he was compared invisible. to american starscream then yes absolutely the dub the guy who does the dub for starscream actually tries to sound
0: like and actually does a very good job of sounding like g1 starscream but I do know that in the Japanese Transformers, they actually make Starscream's voice a more uh, character when it was dubbed in Japanese over there. So their take on who Starscream is is a different, a different, slightly different than the way we view Starscream's voice.
1: Yeah, I'm just wondering if maybe he's supposed to be a bad guy who turns good guy or something. Or, I don't know. It's like it, the American version has him cast as like you know, totally nuts, totally way out there. This other Japanese version of him is just like, he could be any of the other characters. He's not really, he doesn't stand out incredibly. So I'm just wondering what he's really like or who he's supposed to be. I guess I'd have to watch the series from the beginning and to see <laughs> like how, how they're building him up.
0: <laughs> I actually thought that the tank guy who shot, who was pretending to be Optimus, I thought he was actually going to shoot Starscream but no, Starscream evades the blast, and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, they're not going to have him just shoot him? Okay. But uh, <laughs> cause I, I suspected that might have been G2 Megatron, and then he's like, aha, I am reverse Megatron. Fooled you. <laughs> like, I don't know what was the point of that, since I, 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 all he does is blast someone in the air. I didn't know why he didn't just turn to Optimus and blast the, the crap out of him while he was you know, in disguise.
1: So what's so reverse about him? Did they just reverse the colors on his... Um... Yeah, the, the the opposite
2: body? of a semi truck like, is a tank. That's the oh. reverse.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
1: Are you
2: like making that up, or are you just?
0: Okay.
1: I was thinking, okay, maybe he has a blue thing around his head and, uh, instead of the red things on the legs. I don't. Know. Yeah, I yeah, no. I
2: don't get it. <laughs> so yeah.
0: uh, there was actually a very very obvious King Kong reference because. In the fan dub, I can hear what Optimus Primal is saying as he swings around Tokyo Tower, and he's just like, oh, hey, I feel at home here. And I'm like, ugh. Rolls eyes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Remember the robots sunning themselves on the beach? (laughs) In some of those episodes?
0: (laughs) If this takes place in the G1 continuity, that means there's three major sources of energy that just show up on Earth all the time. You got Solitarium, And I'm like, that exists on Earth that they're doing in this show. I think Kiss Players has all that Legion energy or whatever that's everywhere. And then you have Beast Wars 2 where they're finding Amogolis energy which is actually all the energy left over from Unicron's destruction that just littered into Earth and then like you know, for thousands of years and then became a viable energy that the transformers returned to Earth to fight over for. Was, is this well, all
2: supposed to be separate from Energon? Or is this all categorized oh as. Oh, no. Energon? This is
0: separate energy that, like,
2: an actual okay, so then there's, energy source. So then that's four energy sources, then. Well,
0: Energon is not actually on Earth. Remember, they convert all of our fuels into Energon. Whereas oh. these are actual sources of energy that they can use in addition or instead of Energon.
1: Energon's a byproduct? It's. It sounds like Exxon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I kind of really want to watch. There's still one last show that's not fan translated, and it's Beast Wars 2 Neo, which is the second Beast Wars Japanese show. Mm-hmm. So, Charlie, in Beast Wars 2, which was airing in Japan during American Beast Wars, it basically follows on a ruined planet where all the inhabitants are gone, which might or might not be Earth because a lot of the stuff looks similar to... Earth structures, but um, basically Leo Convoy and his cast of characters go there because they're investigating, God, I forget, Tank Megatron, who's not really, who's not the original Megatron, Reverse he's called Convoy. Megatron. But no, that's not his name in the V-Sports <laughs> 2 show. I don't know what his name is. But anyway, he and Galvatron, and that's definitely their names, Megatron Galvatron, so it's basically Galvatron uh, 2 and Megatron 2, or Galvatron 3, based on whatever continuity but uh why didn't they they're the leaders and and they make them like brothers i guess in the show which doesn't make sense because they don't look the same (laughs) though and then there's also uh starscream too i guess who's actually more who still wants to overthrow them but he's doing it in a more subtle way which is a lot more interesting and it's just their whole cast of decepticons and autobots fighting on this ruined planet as they occasionally find more Autobots and Decepticons on the planet slash toys that join the fight. It's 2D animated, narrated by an anime robot girl and her bunny rabbit robot kid that are narrating from the moon that never get involved in the plot, because anime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, no, no, that's not true. They do actually contribute one episode in the entire series.
1: Well, this, these are like the human characters in Sonic. Like, they just have to be there.
0: They're there to I react can't. a lot, like, oh my god, so-and-so did this. Oh my god, so-and-so did yeah. this. Like, it's, they're there to pad out the runtime or something.
1: It's so the kids can understand what's happening. Because I sure can't.
0: <laughs> that show is a lot more comedic-based, but it also has a lot of good action and stuff, too. And I just liked watching most of it, so it's definitely uh, worth checking out if you wanted to ever check out just like to check out the first few episodes and see if it'd be interesting to watch now that it's been fan translated. I don't know if anybody's actually fan translating beast Wars to Neo, but I can't, I kind of want to watch that someday and see how that show is. Charlie about the awful headmasters dubs. Did we mention that last time in one of our recordings?
1: Headmasters dubs.
0: I don't think so. After the transformers stopped airing in Japan, they wanted more episodes So they made their own original series that continues from CD of Transformers called Headmasters. It never had an English dub in America. It had an English dub in Brazil or South America somewhere. And the dubbing is just really, really terrible. Like you can still understand what's going on because they have basic English, but the acting is terrible, but hilarious It's hilariously bad. I've never I've seen clips, but I've never seen the full episode, even though I have them. And uh, I think you have them, too, on your Transformers hard drive box, Thomas. Mm. I'm surprised you've never just like started watching them immediately. But no, it's just hilarious. I've always wanted to watch those because Headmasters is a really boring show. And that might be the only way that I would be able to watch it a second time. So what did you guys overall think of the act? We you actually enjoy watching these two OVA's?
1: Ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy the part where they showed the toys because, well, the, sorry, not the, that was not in the OVA, but that was in the promo pieces that were there. Um, I liked the figures, um, the Starscream figure, the way it unfurls was kind of. Cool. It looked like it, it mirrored what was happening in the cartoon. Um, and some, some of the toys look like they would be fun to play with, while others look like they would be so cheap. <laughs> they would snap into. So, oh my
0: God. Beast Convoy looks pretty awful.
1: Yeah. One of them was oh my, like. He's got a human looking face that?
0: instead of an ape face. Oh my God. <laughs> this just looks really creepy, actually.
1: Oh, Wait. Look, looking at This the, looks um, like.
0: Mirage again. They they made they made Mirage in this series. Oh, he's called Regie, I guess. Oh, weird. I yeah, I don't see a guy named R. Blade. Round Rogue is just a recaller of Rat Trap. <laughs> just, I'm like, wow. That yeah, Starscream looks uh, exact like his figure. Wrecker Hook. Wow, what a name. And he's got all these fire blazes on him that Michael Bay Optimus would eventually get.
1: And wait, wait a minute, Wrecker Hook, have, you, have we heard of this one before? Or is this that's just something to throw out there? Is that just some character that's only for this toy series?
0: His design looks like it might be new, but I do know a lot of these are just remolds and recolors of existing figures to save money. So they did make some new characters, but they're just basically other co- people recolored to be a different character. So the character is new, but it looks like a character that might have already been made five years ago.
1: That makes sense. May- use the same mold and just, yeah. Yeah, like, like I can even it.
0: tell here one of the Decepticons is one of the Beast Wars 2 people recolored also. Probably more figures than the than the 12 mentioned on the, uh, on the video, but I've never actually seen figures of these. I do remember when I was in Japan, I saw the gigantic Beast Wars 2 Megatron I mean Galvatron, and I was like, "Oh my god, I should get this," but it would have taken up like a bag. We already had other figures had in it, that. and uh, other and our clothes. And I know we'd already filled up our two.
1: I was planning to mail things back when I went to Japan, but I I never did. I was like, eh, whatever.
0: We brought uh, six bags with us. We had two um two of those big Rolly squares, oh, and then we also had our fold out duffel bags to uh, one each that we could bring on the plane but we also had two other empty duffel bags so that we could uh, buy stuff and bring it back with us and we had filled both of those up in the two weeks because we we ended up buying like probably 15 figures because we found a lot of hero academia figures that were all on sale because the next line was coming out I think we bought the two slime figures. What's the anime? Uh, the guy reincarnated as a slime. And, and I found, got the record of Grand Crest guy over there in Figma form, which was never going to come up in America because the show wasn't popular. So I was really excited to find that. <laughs> and then we also found like a Tales of Zillia figure, which was not really in America. So we're like, yes, take this one of the main character from the games. From ReZero, I got two Amelia figures, which are both pretty nice.
1: Yeah, I was kind of disappointed by some of the prices in Japan. Like, I was like, "Oh, maybe I can buy something at a normal Japanese price." Like for some of the old anime, but we're actually seeing the real price right here on the internet. So,
0: (laughs) yeah. And one of them, I actually bought three Amelias because one was dressed as a a traditional Japanese outfit, and it was like basically five dollars because nobody was buying it, and I'm just like. And Marcel hands it to me, and like, hey, and I was like, oh, I've already bought two of them, though. And I'm like, sure, whatever. It's five American dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like the stuff that I guess they don't value that we like, there. I mean, there's tons of stuff that's like super cheap. It's just the funny thing is like the things I want. I mean, they're just they're rare and expensive. I just have a, I guess, I have an expensive eye or something. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because
0: I we just went over there to look and just buy whatever we felt like buying while we were over there. Uh, it was just fun to like, because when we were done with all the main trip of doing the stuff, I think there were two days where we were just wandering around Akihabara or this other place just look, just shopping basically for two days and buying all kinds of random stuff. Like we found this one really cool place that was basically just 80s and 90s and occasionally 2000s like leftover stuff. It was a resell anime store. They just had tons of soundtracks, art books, toys, everything. It was just meant to be a retro store. And it was celebrating its one year anniversary when we were in there. And I was like, this is pretty awesome. Because I actually found stuff that I watched growing up in there. Like I found a Lotus War soundtrack.
1: Oh, yeah. Nakano Broadway was a good place for that. Like they had a lot think, of retro stuff.
0: I think that was it. Was that the one with the running guy? Um, the. What's the running the
1: one, guy. The, no, no, no. That's, that's Den, Den Town. And okay,
0: up. yeah, so south, so oh, south yeah. of that bridge, there's actually a little street that's, like, only, like, maybe five blocks, mm-hmm. and we went down there and just, like, found, I think we almost seemed to spend all day in just those five blocks because all the stores were just there and huge, and yeah, you know, it looks line. like there's nothing there, but there was a lot of stuff that we were interested in, so it's, like, we spent all morning afternoon there.
1: There's a lot of electronic shops that were just, like, like, old electronics, like, that... I don't even know who'd want them. It's like just radios and old TVs and crap, like, <laughs> like mixed in there. I was surprised. I mean, that's what it used to be to begin with, but I was just like, okay, I guess people still have a fascination with this stuff. Maybe here. Or...
0: Yeah. Like I found something that was, it almost looked like a, a Japanese company that was basically more like a Best Buy. It was seven floors of just, just tech and everything. Like one floor was only DVDs and
2: Blu-rays. Another floor was just, about... CDs Yodobashi and they, Camera in Akihabara? No, it was in the same place. And, Yodobashi Camera, this, I believe there's probably more to one. but that no, It's a blue like...
0: It's a blue logo. I forget what the company's called, but it's just this pure blue logo on its text. And I remember the, the one uh, area at the top was just video games and figures. And they had just released this whole line of Digimon figures. And I'm like, no, I'm here, I gotta leave. Because it was just like, they all looked really cool. But... um <laughs> They'll try not to buy too much but no that didn't happen yeah.
1: <laughs> there was just so much there I I see the, the danger of push manufacturing <laughs> it's just overflowing there's there's five stories to every door <laughs> what's the Transformers hub in Japan? I, I never even thought of Transformers when I we went over there besides um, you know I, I took a picture in front of Diva in front of the I guess, I guess it's a Macross figure but um mm-hmm. you know
0: just like oh didn't they make or... is there a transformers statue in japan because i know they unveiled one to michael bay that they made but i don't know if it's actually it was just a, a promo thing or if they actually revealed it and it's actually in a city somewhere
1: uh i don't know like um i think that figure is gundam i don't think it well, no, this was I just, just this was an actual Transformer. Them. I did yeah. see the Gundam.
0: That was that was really cool. Because not only did I see it, but then I played the VR game where I'm a tourist who accidentally gets picked up by him to fight things with him. So,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I don't know what the Transformers place to go is, but there should be one. There should be some kind of Transformers fan base area, you know, but yeah, i Didn't even think about it. I forgot.
0: (laughs) I don't even know if, what is it, Takara, they actually have like a location that you could visit and things like that. Because we had a whole set plan of things that we were supposed to do because we went to this place and it was like a 10-day thing. And then we stayed there three or four extra days to just do whatever we wanted. Basically do a lot of just little stuff. And those three days, we didn't really plan too much. We were just looking around to see like, just to relax and just you know take in and stuff like that, because we already had the whole you know ten days of stuff that we uh, had had we, had scheduled. I did the to same go everywhere. thing.
1: Like I did like a big schedule like, and then um, man, like we when it came down to it, we only had like two actually almost one free day. Honestly, we had something scheduled like every day.
2: And now, back to the show? Yeah, back to the show. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of... uh,
0: Hey, it's our 50th episode. We can talk about whatever we want now, all right? So,
2: 50 (laughs) episodes. We can finally move on from Transformers.
0: What? I was actually thinking about that yesterday because I've been watching Batman the Animated Series on my Blu-ray, only watching one episode a day. And I actually was like, what if we just reviewed the two episodes... Where he interacts, where he fights the Batman android, <laughs> it's like since yeah, it's ro- right. it's living robot related. Which one is but that? No. Is that the one where it's like the farm or something? No, there was the one where this robot was replacing everyone with robot
2: doubles. Oh, that's but right. Then, and uh, he didn't
0: know he he thought
2: he was still like Bruce Wayne, but then yeah, and I this is the <laughs> sequel
0: to that. Yeah, then the, one of the robots did make he did make a replica of Batman before he was. The main guy was destroyed, and yeah, this Batman robot wakes up and thinks it's Batman. Man, this show is so good.
2: It's man, <laughs> the plots <laughs> in the show. It's man, it really. There's a lot of diversity, man. I've been trying to limit myself to just one a day.
0: Otherwise, I'll feel compelled to ignore all my other shows and just nope, nope. You know, watch the whole thing
2: all at once. <laughs> I've rewatched that that whole series probably like fifty times, and I love it. I, it never gets old to me.
0: Well, who knows if Batman Transformers will be a crossover come because They've made, like, what, eight in the last three years? They already made the Ghostbusters comic crossover with Transformers. They made a Mazinger Z crossover with Transformers recently. It's like they just started off on a roll making all these crossovers with Transformers now. I do know, oh, Charlie, so in Japan, even though it's only a text, text and not a comic or show, they did make a four-part Evangelion transformers crossover somehow
1: oh no that doesn't sound good <laughs> <laughs> i think it's Thomas? like the equi- i think it's
0: the equivalent of like 10 pages it, oh, it's God. really just supplementary text that was on a i think a website i don't even know if it came with figures or anything so i don't really know
1: so it was official not just a fan oh no,
0: no yeah it was it was <laughs> official so so that that means it can, it can be reviewed on this podcast so maybe episode 100 <laughs>
1: Because Japan, just they have to push the envelope like all the way to the edge. They just can't.
0: So here's the thing. If, if you guys wanted to see an actual Transformers crossover, what properties would you actually want to see them crossover
1: with? G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Contemporaries. Well, they, they never have actually done animated crossovers. They have done multiple comic book crossovers with G.I. Joe. Oh. So they made one in the original comic line, but I do remember reading the Dreamwave crossovers back in the early 2000s and those were really fun. And I think they've made a new recent one that's in an 80s art style
2: that lasted like 20 issues or something.
1: Do you have a crossover idea, Thomas?
2: Um, I don't know. What did the did the uh did the old monster truck circuit back in the day have a name? Why don't we have like Transformers like monster trucks or something like that? Like have, oh you, can have <laughs>
1: you
2: can have like sound wave go up against like Grave Digger or something. <laughs> oh my god! I used to
1: love monster trucks when I was a kid, and I I totally forgot they existed. <laughs> I just, all I
0: can remember now are the ads. Like this Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. See the giant blah 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 blah, and also look the at the dinosaur T Rex monster truck, and it's just like breathing fire. It's like coming to, to the Charleston Civic Center this Sunday or something.
2: I mean, that would be cool, right? <laughs> so
0: it's, it's got to be live action and really, really low budget and fake, though. So, that, yeah, that, that popped in my sense. head because
2: I had been thinking about the commercials and just monster trucks in general lately for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and I was thinking, it was like, would I go to a monster truck show today? Like, was that something I would do? Oh but God. if there's a Transformers monster truck show, I would go. I have the yeah. worst crossover idea for you Thomas. What's that? Transformers
0: micro machines. <laughs> micro machines.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like like oh, the micro
0: machines sounds... are even smaller than the minicons. So You know
1: what? That sounds totally awesome though. Like the Transformers get shrunk down to micro machine size and then they still you can transform them in your hand, you know? They're like super tiny. That's what I'm thinking like, ooh, I want to play with those." <laughs> I was just
0: thinking they would—the micro machines would be having adventures inside the Transformers body, you know.
1: Oh, what's that? What's that movie called? Where not Osmosis Jones? That's one of them. But like, where somebody goes inside of a body—the
0: Fantastic Voyage.
1: Yeah, the Fantastic Voyage, <laughs> or um, you know, the Magic School Bus—they they went in a kid's body too. So but.
2: <laughs> we can Thanks. do uh, Transformers X the care bears <laughs> my god <child>. that <laughs> would be hilarious <laughs> because it would just be funny
0: to see the awkwardness and just the confusion from like megatron and the decepticons
1: i just feel like it has to go with something from that same era or it just that doesn't wouldn't count i like, mean to do it over. they would
2: probably it would probably just be like a regular transformers episode except all of a sudden here are the care bears and megatron is like well we need to harvest their care bear energy or something <laughs>
1: <laughs> no
2: then you'll have tortured care bears and then kids won't want to watch it
1: and then murky and lurky show up and they uh, of course they have to join megatron because they like gray and metal and old things and damp so then rainbow bright has to like sprinkle some
0: I was just wondering, thinking of that when you said Care Bears 2 is Rainbow Bright, but I don't remember it being as in your face as Care Bears about all the.
1: Yeah, Care Bears Hulk had some serious rainbows, man. Those rainbows were like glowing, like, bam. Though no, Rainbow Bright is about rainbows, it seems like rainbows were duller. They weren't as.
0: Though I do remember in 2007, they did make a Marvel Avengers Transformers crossover, and then Iron Man had a Transformer sized iron suit that he had been keeping just for this occasion oh and it was just all of them somehow fighting <laughs> the Transformers so. somehow. And it's in the continuity of the actual Marvel comics. But uh, <laughs> I, I just remember that was the first time I actually saw a major, well other than Spider-Man showing up one time in the original comics line from the 80s back when they thought they were going to merge the Transformers in with the actual Marvel Universe back in the day.
1: What if they made a movie that had, like, a, you know, a today's summer movie that had the Transformers and the Avengers together? <laughs> would that be a toxic combination, or would that work?
0: <laughs> I just saw yesterday and just glanced it over that they actually made an announcement that they actually are going to work on a new Transformers movie.
2: Uh, like, they just named, this named this a director, a separate, I think, Kornak. Is this going to be separate from the Michael Bay stuff or, or I, supper, I'm not um, sure. Uh, I D? thought, yeah,
0: there's a release date of June, 2022. Let's see what this is. Uh, while well, I'm behind, cause this is from may 2020, but I'm pretty sure I just saw on my Yahoo like thing when I was checking my mail. So who knows what, what that's going to be, but Charlie, have you, have you checked out or are you interested in checking out any of the, the Netflix transformers that just came out?
1: I saw like a ad for those, and yeah, I I had just glanced it. There's so many things that Netflix is just popping up. I'm like, hmm, I kind of want to see that, but I just haven't had time. I haven't had time to watch any of it. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, oh, then they're rebooting some other stuff. I was like, oh, wait a minute, that's my jam. And I couldn't remember what it, <laughs> I can't remember what it is, like off the top of my head. But they're just like trying to bring a bunch of stuff back at once. I'm like, whoa.
0: Yeah, they're revamping the entire Transformers franchise. Thank God,
1: wow. by making
0: two simultaneous movies at once—one which will probably be a main, and another a spinoff. All right, so who knows what's gonna happen, or if that'll get canceled again because of everything that's happening with COVID and movie theaters and all that. But, but yeah, the Transformers thing is interesting. It's very—it's a lot more dark than you would expect. It's—it's it's like written very more for adults who grew up with Transformers so they can now watch a more adult version of Transformers cool the only unfortunate thing is it's only six episodes followed by another six and then another six and then it'll be over so I'm like it doesn't seem like a long time
1: but the story is good enough I think it would you know hold its ground I mean usually a good story can be concluded in 12 episodes especially if it was like maybe an, an hour long each
0: it's it's pretty interesting because it's like looking at the the war on Cybertron and how it's near the end of the days of the war on Cybertron, like basically, because they both sides have lost so many people. And it's like, is this war going to continue? Is it going to destroy the planet? All this stuff. I, that's not really what happens, but just letting you know, like the context of it. And it's just going forward with that. And it uses a lot of influence from the actual Generation 1. A lot more female Transformers in there, too.
1: I just thought of a really horrible crossover. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. Tell us. Tell the world.
1: Transformers and 80s Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> that would be terrible.
0: They'd already made the Ghostbusters crossover, which just seems like oh, uh, so out out there. Too. I read the Star Trek crossover, though. That one was interesting.
1: Ghostbusters and Transformers. Uh, okay. Okay.
0: Uh, you know, it'd be really, it'd be really funny if they were made like some kind of Voltron crossover because that seems like the most kind of obvious crossover. So Did
1: they fight the ghost of Megatron or something.
0: <laughs> In what? In where?
1: <laughs> I mean, the Ghostbusters with the Transformers. Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, they common enemy. <laughs> like, oh great. Tried...
0: <laughs> Starscream is a ghost. I'm pretty
2: sure maybe that's what they use. But then no, uh, if it's G one, then probably not because Starscream's <laughs> still alive. Well, since you're continuing to give me this opportunity, I have another offering as far as a crossover. <laughs> Transformers X GoBots. We're finally going to do it.
0: I was actually going to ask you that. <laughs> uh, so, Charlie, they've actually made a GoBots movie comic, which basically is the entire plot of the Transformers movie, but told with GoBot characters and how their personalities would have reacted to it.
1: Oh, no. Is it, didn't the GoBots totally suck? <laughs> Brave Star and Transformers, does that go together? <laughs> I mean, it's in the future, and it looks like they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're on a planet out there. They could—they could fly to Megatron or something, you know. or you, can...
0: you got to have it cross over. What's with, with the hottest thing? What's the yeah. hottest thing now?
1: <laughs> hottest thing now? Shit. I mean, not...
2: obviously—I mean—if you're talking about, it, it has to be something current. I mean, obviously, the first thing that would happen in this initiative would be Transformers X Fortnite.
1: <laughs> oh no Because no. <laughs> Fortnite, I mean,
2: everything is trying to be a Fortnite crossover They're getting so many skins from all these properties now, aren't they? Yeah, they they had Street Fighter in it Street Fighter <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have Ryu and Chun-Li running around with guns how mu- That sounds
1: okay <laughs> How much money are
2: they making that they can just keep paying license fees to include all these properties in well, the Well, I mean, because Fortnite's so big I think people just want to put their stuff in there for free advertising
0: I think they still have to pay a fee Maybe they just, like, lower it
2: um, well, no, nah, they probably don't have to pay a lot. They they probably they probably take their numbers and shop it around, and people are like, oh, we want to be a part of that, and, and they just jump onto it. I mean, because it, 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 it's so big right now, so.
1: You got me looking at the Fortnite crossover skins to see, like, which ones are.
2: <laughs> Do you want to take a break to watch
0: the, uh... Oh, oh, no, wait. There's an image on the Ghostbusters crossover. It is them going after the ghost of Starscream. I enjoyed the Robot Masters. So there's a comic book slash manga, and then there's also a 3D comic, which is also separate from it because it's also its own mini continuity or something. I don't know. But neither of these are fan-translated. I don't know why something like this, this this crossover with all of these things, had never been, except for that fan dub I found. I don't know why these comics had never been translated. Thomas, I think I told you before, they officially translated all the Transformers manga into three
2: graphic novels that you can now buy. You mean all the Transformers manga? You want like for G1? That series? Yeah,
0: for G1, they collected the G1, which takes place between season two and three, which is just random adventures. Transformers season three following Rodimus and all that stuff. The Headmasters, Victory One, and the Master Force One. And so all of those have been compiled into three graphic novels. All the G1 stuff. You know, everything but, uh, you know, Uh, Kids players, but that's understandable because who's gonna buy that?
2: How is it like? Is it kind of um, like faithful to the series? Do they change stuff or? Oh my god, yes!
0: Uh, So in the first issue, they go to Japan to stop Megatron. So they leave a few robots in Japan because he's after energy over there. So that way, can always follow this human kid with the Transformers. And they do a lot of random stuff that makes no sense. Like Optimus and Ultra Magnus will show up, and it'll be like optimus magnus double kick as they kick megatron in the face oh, i'm like it's just them kicking from the air but okay almost like making fun of combiners when like three of them are just standing on top of each other and spin kicking and i'm like all right sure whatever <laughs> but yeah but they're really short because they're only ever eight page st- or 10 page stories so mm. and they're one and done i mean i've always had the fan translations but i just never got around to ever reading them so now i'm actually reading these because these are like the official ones and i've always wanted to like check them out since i've actually watched the shows for all of them so this is all original stories yeah these are all original stories that were actually made uh in japan during the time all the shows were airing
2: how much of uh, shockwave is in it is there is uh, there s- segments where he's like trying to guard the bridge and <laughs> oh then, my <laughs>
0: god <gosh>. there <laughs> is no shockwave okay no shockwave oh well that's terrible what's the point But yeah, no, it was just kind of cool that they would release these and finally get these in print. Thomas, you can watch a review. If you go to Comic Tropes' uh, YouTube channel, you can watch a review of the Kiss Players manga to see what the actual story is for the three manga that
2: was made for them. If I want. If I ever want to do that.
0: Because he actually translated the three manga so he could read it and review it and tell the world exactly what these stories were about. And they're really awful... Uh, such bad stories, especially with all the bad, you know, art. Which Charlie will save you for now and and expose you another day. So, yeah, keep I've it
1: up. Already, you're,
2: you're really you're really selling me on it.
1: If you click on uh, off topic, you'll see that I've already discovered the
2: Yes. Substance. That girl's actually supposed to be like
0: 22, but she was drawn in a chibi style, and
1: yeah, yeah,
0: they're always losing their clothes somehow. But you know, I,
1: there's some kind of I don't know if that's an electrical demon or a... Oh,
0: yeah. Just, uh, (laughs) just ignore it.
1: Underskirt, Underskirt, ghost, or something
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no, uh, it's just really funny. The episode's pretty funny, because I was just like, okay, this is actually what the story's about. These are so ridiculous, like, what the plots are in them. Because all these yeah
1: i agree with thomas's emoticon that's exactly <laughs> the
0: way i feel about that just, just wait and see uh if you um <laughs> you know want to uh record eight years ten years from now and if we're still on the air and then someone fan translates these then you know the radio dramas then maybe one day we'll listen we to have those. nothing
2: else to cover <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: Oh boy, that's painful. I I just read the description and I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> that... oh I don't know how. Yeah, I'm it sounds it.
0: like fan story, fan art, doesn't it? Not actual, legitimate stuff.
1: It, sadly, I see that it's associated with. It looks like some kind of mass-produced product, but it just yeah. It,
0: well, here's the bad thing: the cracking. stories actually take place in continuity and fill in plot holes throughout the series. It's still no, it's,
2: no, I, I mean, I don't care.
1: He terrible. could try to justify his existence all
0: at once. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll have a separate Thomas continuity where kiss players doesn't exist. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we, we can pretend this doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, do you guys have anything else to mention? Are we done with robot masters for now? No, thanks for joining us here on our 50th episode and for our look at robot masters and our tangents. Sign off, this is Sean. Charlie. Thomas. And together we are... SparkCast. SparkCast. SparkCast! We would say together we are, and then all three of us would say SparkCast at the, at the same time. And I forgot, I never told you about that. Do you want
1: to re- <laughs> <laughs> <wanna> redo it?
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. All right, and together we are...
1: SparkCast!
2: Want to oh. try that one more time? Hey, Kawhi, man, we, you know, we never happens? we never get it to line up right. That's supposed to be the bit, Sean. <laughs> in our
0: entire time in the past, I think one time we got it one really right. Got it. <laughs> and I was like, because I was editing it and I was going like, oh, yeah, we nailed that one.
1: <laughs> we could put all of our voices together at the same yeah, time.
0: Yeah, but that's
2: cheating. Oh,
1: you don't want to cheat. That's what editing is all about.
2: <laughs> oh, fix it in post. <laughs> perfect. Every single episode. Perfect.